Welcome to the Rhonda Conger Show. It's a thing. You have to know that I'm so glad you're here. Grab a pen and paper. I'm here to fill your tank. Let's go. Welcome to round two of Q&A. This is pretty exciting. If you missed the first one, try to get that one done because that was fun. That was on marriage, kids, and not going to lie, there was a sex question. Got to love that. (laughs) So Tara Christensen is in the house today. She's moderating me once again. We had these amazing questions from the Boise State Women uh, in Leadership Conference, and so we decided let's just run with these. These are amazing questions. I'm excited to answer. This is on the fly. Are you ready, TBK? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Okay, here we go. This one cracks me up. With so much passion and caffeine, how do you fall asleep? <laughs> That's a great question. I'm not going to tell you, it's a struggle sometimes. Struggle bus city. Because uh, I am. I'm so excited. My brain, I'll tell you a funny story. So Conger and I, that's my hottest and husband, if you don't know. So uh, we were in bed the other night and all quiet. Good night. Love you. Blah, blah, blah. And like a couple minutes in, I'm sitting there. My mind's going 100 miles per hour. You know, sometimes I've got to literally try to shut it off. And uh, my husband goes, we please stop thinking. I can hear it from over here. I'm like, here, I haven't, I haven't said a word. I haven't said a peep. He's like, you don't even need to say a peep. I can hear your brain. It's going 100 miles per hour. So here's a couple things that I've had to start doing. Uh, I do a new 10-minute uh, yoga exercise before I go to bed. It's amazing, and we will work on some way somehow getting you the link. <laughs> That's a thing. We'll figure that out. Not sure how. Uh, the link's amazing. It's a 10-minute yoga routine. By me doing that, I'm trying to shut off my brain. I'm trying to say, please stop thinking. Please stop thinking. I also uh, keep a running notes pad on my phone, so I'm trying to unload as many things as I can before I go to bed, so I stop thinking. Right? I'm, I need to put that away. I'll think about it again in the morning. It's been a really great exercise for me to do that. So I firmly believe at night, if you're having a hard time, I think you need to write down everything on a you know in, in, on your phone on a piece of paper and say, let's save those for tomorrow. Right, so then you go into your yoga mode. Uh, the other thing that I do, uh, JJ Virgin, I'm a huge fan of her. She's kind of a health nutritionist gal, and she came out with her own melatonin supplement, which is amazing, called Sleep Candy, and it is like Sleep Candy. It's all natural, so that has also helped me. Uh, I'm trying to think what else I would tell you. You know, you really have to focus on it. You really have to focus on it. I've also learned that I need seven hours of sleep. I used to think I could do it on four, on five, and my health would disagree with you. So I have definitely been striving for seven hours of sleep and trying to find these little tricks to do that. Uh, I've also kind of tried to convince myself that I realize that if I can get to sleep, get my seven hours, just imagine the amazing day I'm going to have tomorrow. So kind of putting that carrot out there to say, shut it down recharge your batteries, and get ready to just absolutely slay it the next day. Love it. And we will throw up that yoga link on yoga.rondaconger.com. So you can download it there. That's called BAM service. That's what that's called. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, Next question. Who has been your biggest mentor? My biggest mentor I, if you've been around me, you've heard me talk about that success leaves tracks. So 
I am just this addict for successful people. I would say my mentor would be mentors have come in all shapes, sizes, and forms. And the fact that it's people that I read, it's people that I follow, uh, the conferences I attend. I mean, I just, I, I look at it a little bit different. I don't have anybody like locally or here that I meet with on a regular basis. If that's how you view mentor, I view mentor a little bit differently. I I view it as the people that you allow into your head every single day. So for example, Darren Hardy. I'm a huge Darren Hardy fan and have been for over 10 years or so, at least at a minimum. So I'm, um, you know, when he was the editor of Success Magazine, I was reading Success Magazine every single month. I get his email and his video every morning. I watch and listen every single morning. I go to his conferences. So has he had an impact on my life? Absolutely. How about John Maxwell? You know, for years I've followed him and read him every single day and have attended or, or heard him speak live and his conferences. So he's a mentor to me. How about uh, Andy Stanley? I'm a huge Andy Stanley fan. So so um, I go all the way to Atlanta almost every single year to hear him live. That's how important it is to me. I listen to some of his Sunday sessions uh, as well. Uh, I could go on and on. You know, Hugh McLeod comes into my inbox every single day. Simon Sinek comes in. So to me, mentors or people or things that you allow into your brain and your head every day that are shaping how you think, uh, what you do, how you plan, that's how I look at a mentor. That's why I'm actually excited that you're listening to this podcast. I hope that in some way, form, or fashion that I'm a mentor for you, that I'm helping to shape Form, uh, that you're changing, that you're growing, that you're looking at things different. But I have lots of mentor, even, you know, people in my life. I mean, you know, Tara has been in my life for 19 years is an integral part of my life. She's a mentor to me. She helps me in all aspects of my life. So I think there's mentors all around you. And I think, again, that also brings up another point that I would say, I hope that you surround yourself with people that inspire you, that make you better. You know, you can't uh, hear or see uh, Cece Cheney, but there she is. So there's another person that I would tell you that inspires me. She's a huge reason why this podcast is even possible because she went out there and made this happen and learned and launched it and got it all ready and does this with me. So a huge mentor. This wouldn't have happened without her. So there are mentors all around you. I just hope that you choose wisely and pick the really, really good ones that make you better because that's what a mentor does. Love it. Okay, next question. Were you always the yes person? Did it come with an aha moment? I believe I've always been a yes person and here's why. I've seen the other side. I've seen the dark side as a young uh, child and, and, and growing up. And if you've read my book, Better Human, or heard my story, it wasn't always rainbows and butterflies and, and um, glitter, as one would hope or wish for. And that's okay. And, and maybe that's what made me a yes person is that I saw this this other side of life and, and that really kind of spring, you know, put me in this frame of mind that said, I want better. I want different. I want to live a full life. Uh, I want to say yes. I don't want any part of um, anger, fear, uh, mediocrity, uh, negativity, all those things. So I saw all of that and was like, oh, hell no. 
oh, hell no, I'm going the complete other direction. And I want to say yes to life. I want to have big dreams, big goals, a big life. I have a lot to do. So yeah, I, I, I was always trying to find the positive. I was always trying to push myself to do different than all the other things that I was seeing. It was really, really important to me. I know there's you know some people that have been in my life for a very, very long time. And one of them was my best friend's father. I've known her since kindergarten. And uh, John Shaw would always tell me that uh, I had a different view on life and that uh, I would go really, really far because of it. And that uh, he just always loved my positivity and my energy. And that was from kindergarten on. So I knew that it's something that's kind of always been inside of me. And I've always been on the hunt for the yes, for the positive. Awesome. Okay, next question. What if you can't control the weather and trauma happens, i.e. cancer, death, etc.? Do you embrace the sadness? Absolutely. I've had all of the above, by the way. I've had uh, people in my life that I adore and love go through cancer. Very close people to me, by the way. Uh, I've had death. My mother died when I was three. Uh, my grandmother, who then helped raise me right after that, um, she died as well when I was when I was young. And so uh, I've had death in and around me. I've, I've had trauma and, and heart issues around me. That's why I think it's so interesting that people think, well, you're so positive, so there's no way you could have anything hard in your life. No, no, no. It's the exact opposite. I feel like I am so positive because of the hard things in my life. I don't ever want to take this ride and this journey uh, for granted. I want to make sure that, you know, if you look at my mother who died when I was three, I could be sad. I could be bitter. I could be angry about it. Absolutely. I guess those could be some emotions. Or I could be incredibly grateful that she gave me this opportunity. I could be um, absolutely... I want to make her proud every single day. I want to make sure that my actions and how I hold myself and everything that I do in my life, that I'm, that I'm making her proud and that she would look shine down on me and be like, yes, this is the look that I was hoping for for you. I'm pretty sure she didn't want me to be an angry, bitter, negative human. Okay, next question. What do you do to decompress and do you have any guilty pleasures? <laughs> guilty pleasures. Talk dirty, sailor. Uh, what do I do to decompress? Uh, I love my family. So I would tell you they are a huge part of my decompress because they are so much fun for Square Ranch. So if I'm not at work at CBH, if I'm not working um, on all of that, I'm with my family doing something with them, whether that's a sporting event, whether that's going out for dinner, whether that's just hanging out, uh, whether that's Conger and I on a mountain bike ride or playing pickleball. Yes, I said it. I play pickleball. Uh, those to me are really big decompress. Like I just want to get with my family. That's huge to me. So much fun. I would tell you the other thing is reading. I love, love, love to read. There's some really good, like, um, what do we call them? Like chick, like, what do we call our not? What do we call our novels? Oh yeah, 
our dirty romance novels. <laughs> she said it. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> so we definitely, you know, I can't read all business books. I got to have some fun uh, reading in there that's kind of just like a break. Oh, I love movies. So I go to those uh, with my hot husband quite a bit. That's just a really fun, eat some popcorn, hang out, watch some fun uh, movies. I would tell you that's probably, those are probably my biggest, just, just relaxing with family, hanging out. Love it. Okay, last question. Okay. You are a huge planner and talk about Sunday planning a lot. Can you explain what Sunday planning is to you? Sunday planning is my jam. You know, I had someone ask me at the same time when I talk about my Sunday planning, oh my God, Rhonda, are you telling me I have to work six days a week? Okay, you took that completely wrong. This isn't work in my opinion. I am planning my success. I am planning my life. I also say there's really not very many surprises when I look at my successes in my life and where I'm going and what I'm accomplishing because I planned it so. And a good chunk of that planning is happening on Sunday so that I'm ready for my week. And that's what I want to know is that do you come in Monday hot, flustered, tired, not prepared, not ready, have no clue. You're just like this whole passenger thing. You're just winging it and hoping to hell the whole week goes well for you. No, 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 no. That's not how that should go. Sunday planning and Sunday time should become, I hope for you, because it is for me, this like sacred preparation time. So here's what I'm looking at when I look at my week ahead, when I'm looking at Sunday planning. First of all, I'm, I'm opening up my calendar from a personal standpoint and a career standpoint. What's going on for myself? What's going on for my family? What do I need to be prepared for? Uh, how about what, what about the dinners for the week? What about the groceries for the week? Uh, what about any events that I need to think about or get ready for? Anything else I need to prep for that? I'm talking to my entire family, my husband, both my boys saying, what do we got this week? What do we need to do? Do you have your stuff handled? Do you have your stuff handled? I have my stuff handled. Uh, so that's kind of like on the personal side. And then I look at the career side. I look at my entire schedule for the week. So I kind of get in my head what needs to be done. What do I need to start thinking about? What do I need to start preparing for? And then I actually do some preparation on that. You know, kind of be thinking about it, making some notes uh, in my phone and my binder to get ready for all those things. Normally, I am one of those people that I love to bring my inbox home. I'm that girl. I love to be prepared and work on things uh, ahead of time, a quiet time. So usually, my I've got one son left at home. He's usually doing homework. My husband is actually doing his Sunday planning and his inbox at the same time I'm doing mine. We usually, like right now, because it's the fall, I would tell you we have a football game on. So we're watching football. We're all hanging out together. And I firmly believe that we're all working on our week, on our plan. Uh, I think it's important. I don't think that we should just be a passenger to life and hope it goes well. I want to plan it. I want to make sure that I'm doing the things that need to be done to move myself forward, my family forward, my goals, all of those things. So I kind of want to know what is your plan on Sunday? Are you, are you looking at it and thinking about it so that you can have a really successful week? Because I always ask the question at the end of the day, at the end of your week, are you winning? Are you losing? And you decide by your, by your pre-planning, by your actions, all those things. I love it. And we'll throw up your free download um, on the website, sundayplanning.rondaconger.com if you guys want to 
get your free download. So on the download, so I'm glad that you brought that up. On that download, so there's going to say there's three things that you're going to focus on this week. So that is for you pick, you take your goals or your vision, whatever's important to you. So for example, I'll use one of mine. Let's say uh, one of my big goals is my health. So, you know, one of my, the, the first thing you're going to say, goal one, health, and then you're going to list three actions underneath that. So for me this week, I would say, you know, work out five of the seven days for 30 minutes. So that's going to be it. So then I would go over, I'd write that down, work out five of the seven days. And then I would take it one step further. I would go over to my calendar, right in my G, my G app. And I would put in all those times and days that I'm going to work out. That's what planning looks like. And so then you literally have to think of that. Are you going to put down your three goals, then the two or three actions underneath it? And then if it was me, I would then put it on my calendar because then I know it would happen. I love, love, love that you are going to actually plan your success. You're going to take a minute. This isn't about working a sixth day. To me, that's not what this is. This is planning and preparing for the life that you dream of. Let's go. I can hardly wait. So do you want more? Do you want more? Do you want to keep getting better? Do you want to grow? Do you want to change? Do you want to have the life that you dream and imagine? Okay, here's what I want to make sure that I offer up to you. Head on over to rondaconger.com. Don't you dare put an H in that name. Don't you dare. R-O-N-D-A-C-O-N-G-E-R.com. And I hope that you'll dive into my three books. The first book I wrote was Better Human, It's a Full-Time Job, because I'm far from done. I'm a full-time job, and I want to be better. So that was my first book. The second one is Better Thinking, Think Better, Be Better. And that one's really just a fun kind of push you, my 50 quotes. There's a great story behind it. I hope that you read it. I hope that you share it with others. And then the third one that I just wrote is You Go First, Become the Leader Your Team Needs. We need you. I love that you're listening. I love that you want to grow. I hope that you go out there and get more. Thanks so much. Wishing you the best day. Let's go.